All right, good evening, everybody. At this time, we're going to call the meeting to order and uh, get rolling here. A notice of this meeting has been provided by letter dated January 4th, 2024 to the South Jersey Times. Carrier Post and the West Effort Municipal Clerk. Public notice was also posted in the West Effort Municipal Building on January 4th of 2024. Please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. At this time, I please have a motion to enter executive session. Motion, Schultz. Second, Navis. The motion carries. We are now in executive session. Is everybody in favor of that? Yeah. Okay, we're good. At this time, I'm looking for a motion to approve the minutes from the January 10th action meeting. Motion, Tagam. Okay, second. Second, Nafis. All in favor? Motion carries. This time, I'm looking for a motion to uh, extend courtesy to visitors regarding agenda items only. Motion.com. Second, Schultz. All in favor? This time, the public comment section of the meeting is open. Mr. Tucci, do you have any comments out there? Um, I don't see any comments in the basket, and I have no virtual comments online for agenda items at this time. Okay. Then at this time, I'm looking for a motion to close the public comment section of the meeting. Second, second. All in favor? Motion carries. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Thanks for spending the evening with me. Uh, <laughs> my wife thanks you. <laughs> Uh, please see the attached HIB under the executive content and the enrollment under our public content on the agenda. Uh, tonight, we do have a presentation from uh, Ted Wilkinson, who's in the audience right now. Uh, he's an engineer from Bryson and Yates, uh, who's going to review a conceptual plan idea for the idea of visiting a space at the high school uh, to place our uh, bus depot. I lied, not the depot, our bus parking lot. So please, Ted, welcome. Uh, we're going to give you a microphone, whatever you're comfortable. So I know uh, we'll put on the conceptual. Yeah. So this is for the people. There's people watching. Okay. Thank you. My name is Ted Wilkinson, professional engineer, uh, senior manager at Bryson and Yates, uh, your consultant engineer. Um, I'm here tonight to just, uh, you know, introduce um, a one of the uh, more appropriate uh, concepts and ideas to uh, provide a localized uh, bus parking facility um, at the high school in the rear uh, in the area of the two um, old baseball fields. Uh, it's a good area to build on because it's already well sloped and grading and and it would be uh, an economically feasible location to put this large area. It's almost an acre, acre and a half of new pavement. Um, under the new codes, you have to pave it. Uh, you have to park your buses on asphalt. You have to collect the stormwater. You have to put it into a uh, an infiltration basin to meet the code and the stormwater guidelines for the state of New Jersey. Uh, so you have ample land back there. Um, and um, that parking configuration you see there is a uh, one way in, one way out um, with angled parking for 30 
full-size buses, 10 um, short buses, and then enough, I believe, 45 to 46 uh, passenger vehicle spots for all the bus drivers to pull in in the morning, park the cars, and walk right over and, and get rolling. Um, it's set up so the buses could come in and um, they would actually ex uh, pull in and uh, be able to back into their parking spaces. So it does make things a lot easier and safer when the bus drivers have to deal with uh, nighttime operations, having to um, back into their spots um, and being able to pull out. So, you know, the most important thing is early in the morning they get in, it's dark out. Um, you might have fog. They can get in. They don't have to worry about, you know, creating accidents when they want to exit and pull out and get to, out to pick up the children. So uh, this is um, the idea. It's in the back. It fits well. And um, if anybody has any questions, I'm here to answer them. I believe it's 30 full-size 40-footers and 10 short buses. Uh, that's just a concept. We haven't done a complete yield map. We can go... Um, we could go a slightly narrower parking stall. Uh, I just was working with uh, the the directors over in Washington Township High School. They have a really nice uh, bus parking facility there, and I live there. So I went and was measuring theirs, and they have a much narrower parking spot for their buses. So this is 15 foot between each spot, uh, parking stall, and that could be reduced. Maybe we can get more bus parking. It does not align because we just spoke with the. It doesn't align. Um, it aligns for right now, but we're also we we did ask um, we met with Bryson uh, Brett yesterday to kind of add in a couple more spots, and he said he's able to do that right in the front line of it all. Yeah, but don't do you have forty something? N uh, no, we have. Do you, do you have the number with you? Yeah, we have the email. But we wanted to add a couple extra spaces just uh, just in case we had to grow and and change. We don't want to just build this to fit right now. We want to make sure we filled it just if we have to buy a couple extra buses. Yeah. And then would you would you say that uh, you would require a traffic study of the bus? No. Now on the back, especially down past the back hold off. And the back Honestly, I, I would say no, because basically your um, institution's already experiencing the, the traffic of the buses. If they're just going to actually make a pit stop and stay there, it's not really going to affect your ins and outs and your entrances onto any county or local streets. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't venture to go into any studies or investing more money and in, um, getting ready for this project. So I, I have a couple of questions. Um, my first one is: Do we need to get approval from the? Planning or zoning board in West Effort because it's on what on a uh, school property. Uh, from our conversation with uh, Mr. Yates yesterday, it's more of a courtesy review. Um, any any project that you're doing on your own property uh, is more of a courtesy review with the township rather than them having to give us approval. Okay. Um, my other question is, I have old eyes. I'm trying to read this. So. Where's the ingress and egress for, for this going to be? Um, is it going to be the dr a driveway next to the driveway where the students and staff will be coming in now? Like pretty much where the buses are parked now? Um, at the top of that page, 
is your ingress. So it acted, all the buses would enter from the top and they would all exit at the bottom uh, right next to that uh, driveway going back to okay. the, the grandstands. Nance, are you talking about the where the existing buses are right now? Yes. No, this is behind the building, the old softball, the softball fields. Oh, uh, that's victory lane. Yeah, this is. Bank. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the we're trying to get rid of that front one. So that the re the reason I was asked, I couldn't tell by looking at this. That's okay. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking that it was going to be exactly where that was. And the other question I was going to ask. No, was that would fit. By, <laughs> by wetlands, but no. the wetlands are on the other side. Wetlands and they and my uh, property back the engineering company did with these are all the questions. Absolutely. Good question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but not by you. This is on the okay, behind you. the school, the old softball <laughs> the field. The one like no, I my door down. So. Yeah, no, it's not by you. It's yeah, it's on the other. Thank you. So, girls, if you're looking, I see your faces. It's behind the building, behind the cafeteria, the softball field that's not being used, and the current JV softball field. We would be taking that JV softball field and putting it back by the field hockey field where there's existing field that's already there. Okay. I see you looking. <laughs> and the lacrosse moves sideways. You're good. Yeah. Your cross fields girls are next to this. It doesn't interfere with that. So yeah, you're absolutely. We're not touching those lacrosse fields. <laughs> you said right now this thing's 40 total spots. Uh, yes. What could we go up to? Well, we designed that just, you know, as a quick sketch at 15 foot wide. So if we can go down to even 12, you might be able to pick up hopefully another eight. What's like the industry standard for these things for when you make these? Everybody's yeah. different. Okay. If you go to every township, you drive around and check them out. I checked out two mm -hmm. today and I even talked to the superintendent. He's like, they pull in and out, no problems on 90 degree turns and they do 11. And a school bus is eight foot wide. Yeah. So that's tight. I mean, they're basically, you got your, your, your mirrors just only inches apart. So I would think 12, um, 12 would be a reasonable number. And then we could rerun that and see if we could, uh, increase it a little bit. The question though is, um, the short bus quantity is the short bus etched in stone, meaning you need 10 of those as well. So, so I got the uh, total bus number. Uh, we currently have 30 of the large 54 passenger buses, 10 mini buses, uh, one three quarter wheelchair bus, one caravan, and then three cargo vans. So, it's just where we are as far as numbers. So, if we could bump it to maybe 36 full size and maybe 11 or 12 uh, shorter ones, I think you'd be happy with that. That's what Brussels. Uh, Fred alluded to yesterday as well. Yeah, I just don't want to make sure you do it to fit, and then you need more later and go. Why? And, and I don't want that. So yeah. exactly. I just want to maximize spacing and the onset instead of having to come back here and see. Yep. Like, and reline and reline. Yeah. Right back to square. Right. Yeah. Totally agree. That's. So Brian, I do have one question. Um, is there any plans in the future of building a bus depot on that area, or is there a need for one? So right now, um, it's, that's a, a phase two. Uh, we're looking at, uh, you know, using our academy, academy avenue, which is a current garage, um, has a one stall in it. 
we're looking into seeing what we can do to build onto that, adding another bay with the two bays. It already has heat. It already has uh, sewage plumbing, uh, has everything we need. We're waiting. That's what was uh, asked earlier. We're just waiting on the plans to see what that would be. You know, what how what would we need to do to bring that back to life? But we're not in a rush to do that. Uh, we still have a garage that we're currently using and that we will still continue to use. Do you know how long the plan is for this to, to go into effect if it all goes through? This one right here? Yeah. Um, so, you know, what my entire goal was to make sure that if there was any specific questions that I couldn't answer or if any detailed questions, that's why I wanted, uh, you know, Ted to come out and kind of explain uh, what it is. But after speaking yesterday, we did have a little mini timeline question if we, you know, move forward in March to kind of vote on it. In, you know, in March, what we have to still do is that just gives us, uh, we start to go to the Department of Ed. Anything that we build, we still have to go to the Department of Ed, uh, which is, you know, you're still putting, you know, tar, anything on your existing property. Um, and you're, you know, we're looking to start um, no later than the end of June, early July. And they said once that happens, if everything goes right where it is in the planning, uh, we it sh this should be done by August uh, 15th, the latest. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So am I right? Did I miss that? Is that, did that sound right? Did you, you didn't talk timeline with him, have you? Well, it's all about, you know, how fast we can get started. Yeah, it's all about that. That's kind of why I said if we do a March vote, but I didn't want to do one now because I want to make sure everyone's comfortable with A, the concept, B, the location, and to make sure that if there's anything, we have a couple of weeks to, to get yeah. the answers from everyone. Yes. So. Just a quick question. Um, if we needed more space for big buses, is there any thought of, of taking the little buses? And parking where we have the buses parked out front right now. We actually have a couple scenarios where we can do that as well. Smaller buses can be parked in regular spots only. So. Do we need the 46 passenger, um, 46 passenger car parks, or can we eliminate some of them, or do we need that? That's actually a good question. I mean, with your bus drivers. If you're looking at 40-something drivers, you're looking at 40-something cars. Mm -hmm. um, the space at the high school, you still want to maintain uh, the staff spacing. You want to maintain the student parking. And then after school, we still have a lot of events that happen. So I don't want to have to touch the parking that's already at the school. Got you. Okay. That's kind of that. That's the reason why we're adding that in. Because you don't want these 40 extra spots in the car, and they're not back till, say, 4.15. And then, I, you know, we have... A lacrosse game and a track meet at the same time. If you've been at the high school during that, it's absolutely crazy. So you kind of, if you build a lot already for designated, then we're, we should be in good space. Good shape. And that would probably be really well, um, a good idea too, because when there are football games, like the big games, when the people are parked literally in front of my house, like up and down Crown Point Road, uh, that, that would be great. That, yeah. That's kind of, we even have a place now. Spots. We have a place now to place the uh, visiting buses that usually just park and block every driveway and, they have, and every car that people can't get out. So, yes. Well, there's full gates. Full gates. There'll be sliders. Yeah. So, um, your plan would be to put them on um, uh, motorized operators with key fobs mm -hmm. in the sort. No, safe, perfect, and yeah. but the sliding gate aspect compared to uh, a lift gate, just to make sure that no one can access it. It's more security. Yeah, 
Yes, uh, in the what you have. Yes, yeah. I do definitely. Have, I'm sorry. I do definitely have a concern about the uh, security of it. So, obviously, a gate keep honest people out, right? So, someone can cut that fence from the backside, and then everything is. I'm not going to give any ideas, but um, what is to prevention there as far as just gates and or security? If there's something that's tied in with that project as far as cameras anything like that as well so currently right now um and you weren't on you weren't on it this time so right now at our we're the property that we're using at swedesboro um mr tucci had you know already purchased a lot of the equipment that uh, we have our security cameras we have a security system we're going to take them from that lot bring them back over to here uh, as well to have that same security it's as well as lighting okay. part of what's in this is lights as well yeah we could run conduits. If you're running lighting circuit, you throw a second conduit for IT. Mm -hmm. All in the ground, put in some boxes, and you'll be ready. And then something down the road, if you don't have the budget now, maybe next year, but you'll have it ready to go. And the other question you want to think about is, do you want power to every one of your buses for plugging them in? You want to just think about that while you're playing. We're thinking as we are looking into certain electric buses right now. So, yeah, well, we that's a conversation to be had. Yeah, you just want to think now, throw the things in the ground so you don't have to dig in. Why it's there. there. Yeah, why you do it. I agree. Cheap. Yeah. So, are we going to be keeping the depot down, down in Swedesboro when, the, when this is all completed? And how long is that going to be? Uh, we're good until we're 100% complete. Okay. So we'll be able to still use and maintain the garages until we need to not. So dispatch and such, where where will they be located? Where they are now? I'm sorry. Dispatch, like the people. Oh, dispatch. Oh, I'm sorry. So dispatch will be moving back in. We we have areas in the school that we're going to place them or um, thinking about other ideas, but they're going to come here. Okay. Yeah. So then that lease will end down in Swedesboro when the this mechanics. is 100%? Yeah, the mechanics. Okay. So. I have one question. Where are you fuel now? Um, where are we fuel now? Do you want to? Uh, yeah, they, they currently go to Wawa or, or anything. We have a uh, district owned fuel cars that we're able to use. So, okay. Then the school's not interested in doing your own fueling and taking that on. That's not even on the table. <laughs> not that it's not, um, but that's not part of this stage yeah. at this time. Thank you. Thank you for coming out on Valentine's Day with us. No problem. If you have any uh, questions, you can send me an email or. Yeah, if any additional questions, make sure you send it to me and I'll, I'll get out. That's what we have the next couple of weeks for, for the board wise. Think about it, sit on it. Um, if there's anything else that you want, please let us know. We'll get you the answers. All right. Thank All right. you. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, have a good day. At this time, we will have the Finance Committee report by Dr. Rashidi. Thank you. All right. The Finance Committee met last uh, Tuesday, I think. Is that right? 
Um, we no, and we talked about a number of different things. I'm just going to go uh, by topics. Topic number one was the cafeteria donation check. It's item G13. Uh, we are very thankful as we received a $600 donation from St. Paul's United Methodist Church to assist in paying down students' outstanding cafeteria balances. Uh, that is very much appreciated. Item number two was government or gov deals. It's item G16. Uh, we discussed the disposal of, of obsolete equipment and intend to sell or scrap this equipment for miscellaneous revenue. Item number three is positive pay. This is a non-agenda item. There's been a lot of fraud, fraudulent activity on paper checks throughout the county recently. With that being said, even though West Everett has not been hit with this, the school district has coordinated going the positive pay route with our bank provider to provide, provide a more secure banking practice that costs nothing additionally to the BOE and produces minimal extra work for the business office in the implementation of this process. Item number four is the bus purchase, uh, bus purchases. That's item G17. This has been discussed at the previous two committee meetings. The current buses we have are aging out of uh, useful life and need to be replaced. These vehicles are primarily used for special education routes. A uh, question was asked if we have looked at consolidation of routes to eliminate the need for the purchase of these two buses. It was explained that, the, that we are consolidating as much as possible already and further consolidation was not possible to, due to the distance that these buses need to travel to take our special education students to different schools throughout South Jersey. Uh, item number four, topic number five, excuse me, is West Effort High School Auditorium HVAC. This is a non-agenda item. So as you all are aware, we are currently renting the HVAC units and ugly yellow ductwork for the high school auditorium. We're looking to move forward with replacing these rental units with our own units as it is more fiscally responsible and a more permanent solution. We will, we will be receiving an NJSDA grant for roughly $70,000 in the near future that will assist us in paying for this project. We will fund the remaining amount through our operations facility slash maintenance budget. We have funds in this facility's maintenance budget for projects of this nature relating to HVAC upgrades and repairs. As mentioned before, this could be a permanent solution, but may not be the most efficient solution. So we are assessing this in our scope for referendum as well. A positive with these new units is that we own them. So if we decide to update this auditorium section through the referendum, these units will be ours to own and can be moved and utilized in other places throughout the district that are in need. Uh, topic number six was the bus depot discussion, which we just saw our presentation. Um, I'm not gonna mention anything else about that. Uh, topic number seven was the 24-25 budget. Uh, this is a non-agenda item. Mr. Jakubowski and Dr. Gizmundi uh, dove deep into the 24-25 budget discussion. They discussed the anticipated increases in the big ticket items that make up the majority of our school district's budget, mainly salary increases, health benefit increases, energy increases. Uh, there was a discussion in reference to the 2% tax levy cap and a con conversation explaining the possible use of bank cap. The committee discussed only using this expiring bank cap if it benefits students. Otherwise, it was recommended to be returned to the taxpayers. This is an ongoing discussion and the board will be kept updated. Uh, item number eight was the referendum and this is a non-agenda item. Uh, the referendum discussion is ongoing as we are headed in the right direction. The finance committee will be meeting more frequently these next few weeks to analyze the district's priorities list and speak more about the financials behind those priorities. That's our committee report. Can I get a motion to approve items two through 20? Yeah. Okay. Any questions on items two through 20? Sorry. Yeah. Um, 
On the bills list for this month, I see CM3 building uh, for $46,307 for repair slash main. What is that? It's PO24-1808 or 01, sorry, at 243500. Looks like it's for all of the schools. It just says repair slash main. 1801 to uh, 3500. There were several POs. Um, it's just under CM3 building. Yep. So, yeah, the, the majority of those are middle school. Um, this past this past fall, um, there was a lot of uh, issues as far as uh, motors being, being out, broken, shorted. Um, and we needed to replace a lot of those issues. Um, so what we did was we had um, and some downtime as far as the cooling season, we were able to send out CM3 along with members of our team and they were able to update and, and fix a lot of that. So that's the majority of the middle school. Um, Greenfields and the high school, I could get you specifics. It, it's all HVAC related. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this is a consistent expense or this is a one month expense? No, uh, one off. Okay. Yeah. Um, it looks like we're spending almost $11,000 between Home Depot and Lowe's. Um, general supplies slash repair maintenance for all of the schools. Uh, for Home Depot specifically, it was almost $8,000 in the month this month and almost $2,700 at Lowe's. Uh, POs 24-3617 through 24-3611. That's Home Depot. And then PO 2436. 21 and then 243672. I'm just curious why why would we have incurred such a large expense at Home Depot and Lowe's? Um, I can look into specifics of each PO. It uh, looks like it's listed for all of the schools. Yeah. So as we're now starting to uh, rev up for spring sports, um, just basically as, as the weather's starting to get a little bit nicer, um, we're starting to kind of focus on using Home Depot, using Lowe's, our, our partnership and co-ops with them to kind of purchase different items. Um, as far as specifics, I can get you exactly what that, what okay. that looks like. Yeah, I'd like to see. Does anyone, sorry, does anyone have any other questions or anything before we move on? Can I get a motion to approve items two through 20? I right, make a motion to approve <clears throat> items two through 20. Second. Okay, uh, roll call. Uh, Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Rashudi. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Schultz just left. Uh, Mrs. Barna. Yes. Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Fetty. Yes. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mrs. Krautwald? Yes. Mr. Perdicari? Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. We will now hear uh, from the Curriculum, Athletics, and Band Committee, uh, Ms. Nafis. Thank you. There's no committee report this month. So do you have any questions on items 2 through 20? Okay, so I'd like to make a motion to approve items two through 20. Second, Krautwald. Okay, uh, roll call. 
Uh, Mrs. Barna. Yes. Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Fetty. Yes. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mrs. Crowwald. Yes. Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Rashudi. Yes. Mr. Perdicari. Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Uh, we will now have the policy and CUNY relations uh, committee report from Ms. Schultz. However, she is not present, so that leaves Mr. Grazioli or Ms. Barna. No, I'll take it. So we did meet policy uh, community, community relations. We met on Tuesday as well. Some of the things we discussed um, regarding the conduct of board meetings or how we're um, going to order things. Um, we're talking about moving the uh, courtesy extended to visitors up instead of waiting. If anybody does choose to come speak, we can speak before we actually go out to executive. Um, we also removed that second courtesy to visitors as well. That's something that we discussed and put both anybody that wants to talk and basically just come in and speak to the board directly in, in the beginning of the meeting. Um, we also discussed reimbursement for advanced placement course examination being um, abolished out of the uh, agenda, out of, out of the, the, the writings. And we had the, rev the revisions to the district calendar. Oh, wait, that's for this year. Ms. Barnett, was there, was there anything in there that you wanted to add in there? I, I believe you covered everything. If that's the case, then if anybody doesn't have any questions. Oh, I do have a question. Go ahead. Um, could you just discuss the taking away the paying back the um, fee for those tests? Because I, I feel like over the past few years, we've gone back and forth with that. With, could you just discuss some of the pros and cons or how that came about? High school principal hat. <laughs> High school principal hat. Um, about, I want to say 2019, 2019. Um, you know, once we were starting getting the ratings uh, from the state of New Jersey, uh, it was about AP testing and us in the past students had to pay for their AP testing and the school district would reimburse any student that received a three, four or five. But what we were finding out that parents, students, they weren't um, taking the test because you had to pay for it. And believe it or not, part of one of our performance reports, you're rated on how many you're rated by the, in the state of New Jersey on how many students take the test, um, you know, and and participate. And our ratings were really low. Uh, so I know 2018 and 19, uh, we kind of petitioned the board and we said, why don't we any student that takes an AP class? Why don't we pay for it? And what we ended up doing that. Do, do you remember all that? Um, it's been consistent ever since. Our ratings have gone high. Um, if you participate in an AP class you are scheduled for the AP test and you take the test. It's with success. That's what we're keeping. We're keeping it abolishing. So this abolishment is, was the old policy from 2001 that says that a three, four, five, it kind of, oh, okay. yeah, it wasn't up to date. It was, we've, when we go through all of these policies, when you touch one to another, then we go, Oh, that is, we don't do that anymore. So as we're reviewing, we're, we're just bringing to the board things that we don't want to, that we want to bring it up to date. I'm sorry. Did I go in too much? No, thank that? you. Now I get it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So basically you can't reimburse something that was never paid out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? That's all right. 
All right. I uh, make a motion to approve items two through six. Roll call. I, su- I second that motion. All right. Roll call vote. Okay. Uh, Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Fetty. Yes. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mrs. Crowell. Yes. Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Rashuti. Yes. Mrs. Barna. Yes. Mr. Perdicari. Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. We'll now hear from the Teachers and Personnel Committee, Ms. Barna. Thank you. We did not meet this month. So I would like to make a motion to approve items two through 48. Does anyone have any questions? I need a second. Second, second. Okay, uh, roll call. Mr. Fetty. Yes. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mrs. Crowell. Yes. Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Rashuti. Yes. Mrs. Barna. Yes. Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Perdicari. Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Thank you. This time, I'd like a motion to uh, extend courtesy to visitors on any items. Motion, Crotwell. Second, Deccan. All in favor. The meeting is now open to any public comment on any item. Mr. Tucci, do we have any comments online or in person? Um, no, I have no in-person comments and no online comments at this time. With no comments online nor in person, I'm looking for a motion to close the public comment portion of the meeting. Motion. Second, Second Barna. All in favor. Motion carries. And now I have a motion to approve the closed session minutes of the January 10th action committee, action committee, action meeting, sorry. Motion, Deccan. Second, Crotwell. All in favor. Motion carries. Does anyone have any new business? I do. Um, I just received a letter in the mail from New Jersey School Board Association. I don't know if Brian got it yet. Probably not. Um, saying that I satisfied all my requirements to get my sort of certified board leader certification through NJ SBA board member academy. Those requirements include earning a minimum of 60 credits through attendance at academy sessions, the NJ SBA annual workshop, and a variety of county programs. In addition, uh, I had to complete the certified board leader exam. Certified board leader award recognizes professional development in areas critical to effective school board governance. Um, So I just would like to try to encourage people to you know, go to these meetings. They're very informative, especially the, the newer board members. It's a good way for you to get ideas from other districts, see see what's happening, problems they're having, ways they're solving them and whatever. And then you get you get this nifty little notebook and I got a little black too. Just came in the mail. So that's it. I think you should put that on the phone. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. I, but anyway, I mean, I really do should you should really get involved with the New Jersey School Board. It's really it's really interesting and helps you with the your position. I actually uh, attended the Gloucester County Camden 
uh, virtual meeting. I know that you were on there as well. Um, one thing I would took out of that was actually the new requirement for graduates of the high school that now uh, the state requires them to fill out FAFSA information um, as part of a requirement um, across the state. So it is somewhat controversial. It is being rolled out now. Are we are we prepared? To, are, I assume our guidance counselors help students with with that or we have the best guidance counselors uh yeah. <laughs> yes and they're just talking about sheer volume and how this is going to be like very impactful to certain districts the idea being i guess the state of illinois does it there's a couple other states that do it many do not mm -hmm. but this is a requirement so that kids can find funding for college regardless of you know their their income or their parents you know filling out this document, but it does require the parents to sign off on these things. There are two ways out of it, though. The the counselor themselves or the parents can sign off that they're not required as part of it. But I assume that we knew that. But oh, absolutely. I, it was new to me. Yeah. Now, oh, pay attention to that. You're going to be living it soon. <laughs> Anything else? All right, Ms. Barnard, congratulations. Thank you for sharing. Does anybody have any other comments they'd like to make? If we have no comments, I would like to make a uh, motion to adjourn the public portion of the meeting. Second, second. Oh. Motion, second. I thought he said, yeah. Yeah, second, gradually. <laughs> he said. All in favor? It's getting, it's, motion carries. It's getting late. I apologize. We need the executive session. Yeah. So I can just skip this last line. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to adjourn the meeting. Right. At this time, the meeting is adjourned. Have a great night.